So, Eric, you probably have the most experience of any of us being on air this early in the morning. Uh, I have done morning shows, yes. Why don't you give us a little taste of that uh, disc jockey persona for the intro this week? Hey, good morning. It's 8 after 7 o'clock, 52 minutes till 8 from the station that rocks the dock, shakes the lakes, and reaches the beaches with red hot stacks (laughs) of wax. Good morning. Oh, that was That's amazing. Incredible. <laughs> so good. <laughs> You're a pro. That. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. That should be a character that we check in with regularly on the cabin. When you come <laughs> into the 1970s office, the next yeah. time, can you please like greet everybody with something similar as you're <laughs> strolling through our hallways? Sure. Be like, Eric's here. <laughs> oh, you ever been to a radio convention with a bunch of older disc jockeys? It's like, hey, nope. Joe, how are the wife and kids? Pretty good. Sam, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you get um, people often when, like, this just happened when I was in Superior, someone came up to me and said, you sound exactly the same in person as you do on TV. And I was like, really? But then I get the opposite. Do people say that to you? Like, you sound different or you sound the same. No. Well, because I do TV and radio a lot, like in Milwaukee, if I'm at, I was at Cousin Subs the other day, actually. And I was just like, yeah, I'll have a ham and provolone and blah, 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 blah. And they gave me my receipt. And the guy, <laughs> the guy who, who had ordered right before me was sitting there waiting. He goes... Are you Eric Paulson? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, I recognized your voice. You're in Discover Wisconsin too, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That happens. That happens on the regular. It's surprising. Oh, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, a lot of people watch our show, Mariah. Yeah. That's great. That's good that we have jobs that can be justified. Mariah only gets recognized while she's buying beer, as we've heard on the, the podcast well, before. <laughs> it, it, it's always during the most. Well, and maybe you felt, maybe you didn't feel this way at Subway, but it's like when you're in the most, I don't know, I'd feel weird when you're ordering your ham and provolone (laughs) and then people make the, just, you know, make that connection. I just, (laughs) if I were in your shoes, you were probably cool about it, but I'm like a little awkward turtle. I would have been like, I just take take my sandwich and go, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Now they know that I order ham and provolone. (laughs) Well, I, the radio thing is what really made it, I think, for him, especially because I had recorded three breaks on my show and ducked out to go get that sub. So you oh. might have heard me pulling in. Yeah. So you were on the air while he I was on the air was while, serving you. Yeah. I just pre-recorded. I don't know. Here's the Beatles or something. And then I <laughs> ducked out real quick. Very nice. Well, what are we doing here this week? Well, we're going to be talking about. Oh, go ahead, Mariah. I saw you getting ready. No, I was just taking a deep breath. Take it away. That's good because we're talking romance this week. Yeah, (laughs) we're getting romantic. Nothing gets a woman so steamy as an awkward disc jockey voice. (laughs) Hey, you want to go somewhere romantic this weekend? No, we need a little. Can you cue up the Marvin Gaye? Ooh. Mm. Are we allowed to do that? Let's get get it on. Probably not, but I will find something similar and put it here. Beautiful. <laughs> the Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association. And this week we're featuring Calumet County. Now, the county's name originated from the word Calumet, mm-hmm. the French name for the ceremonial pipes used by Native Americans and councils on the east shore of Lake Winnebago. Now, it's the fifth smallest county in Wisconsin by land area and the fourth smallest by total area. It's 
tucked in kind of just southeast of Appleton, a little bit west of Manitowoc. Largest city in the county, and I do believe the county seat at the same time, is Chilton. And a cool little town with a lot of neat stuff. Moyer Farm, which we've been to a couple of times, Mariah, is located in Calumet County. Uh, and, of course, the west boundary of the county, basically along the shoreline of Lake Winnebago. Uh, up on bluffs, there's a lot of wind farms and everything up there. Beautiful views of Lake Winnebago from there. And, of course, Lake Winnebago, very popular for recreational boating and fishing in the summer. And a lot of ice fishing in the winter. They even have, like, sturgeon spearing contests and stuff in there. So lots of cool little stuff in Calumet County. Very nice. Okay, let's talk romance. All right, <laughs> 2020 has been... <laughs> Very stressful. We can't deny that. So we thought that we would give you guys some spots to reconnect, rekindle your romance with your SOs. That's significant others, if you didn't know. Yeah, because at this point, you've been shacked up together for a while and might be at each other's throats. So Yes, so shack up and get at each other's throats in a new place. (laughs) (laughs) Take your fighting elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) JK. Okay, but I remember we did like an article on this a few years back, and it was really popular. It sounds like people are very interested in figuring out where they can go, you know, celebrate their anniversaries, or maybe you're just dating someone brand new and you want to impress them with a cool fun little unique wisconsin getaway we got you back here we're here for you and your front yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so i wanted to (laughs) kick things off in lg lake geneva is that what the kids are calling it that's what i'm calling nobody calls it that except for me (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's a very romantic place, Lake Geneva, that is. So I wanted to take us back, Eric, to 2015, 16-ish. Remember when we went on that awesome hot air balloon ride yes. in October? I will tell you this, Mariah, that was October 2014. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought you were about to drop the exact date. I did too. I, like, wow. I, I did too. I was uh, like, October 22nd, I believe. It changed my wow. life. No way. Was it that I, late? I, I had to, we got up, remember we got up at like four in the morning. I know I had to, to mm-hmm. get down there because it was super dark when we got there. But later that afternoon, I jumped a plane and flew to Birmingham, Alabama for another work deal. Oh, it was a very long day, but it was, it couldn't have started out any more beautiful. The weather was gorgeous. (gasps) The fall colors were amazing. It was peak. It was peak fall colors. We were up there with uh, the Lake Geneva Balloon Company with owner Mm -hmm. John. Uh, They did an amazing job. We had a couple balloons up from what I remember. Us, the hosts, we were all in one. And then I had, I think we had a camera guy Mm -hmm. in another one. And then we had our drone up. And it was visually one of the probably like the prettiest shoot I've ever been a part of. It was just the perfect morning. And all I thought was like, this would be, and I know they talked about this when we were there, like proposals are very popular in hot air balloon rides. And I totally (laughs) see why you feel. Yes, you can't say no when you're in a basket 800 feet in the air. (laughs) What are you going to do, right? That'd be the most awkward ride back down to earth if you're like. That's what I was thinking. Let's talk about this. Um, (laughs) But it is really beautiful. And, you know, Lake Geneva, there's obviously amazing shops there. There's some great parks, a lot of really fun walks. You know, you take a little stroll around Geneva Lake itself to see those ridiculous mansions. Uh, Might be fun to do a little daydreaming with your significant other (laughs) on that Lake Geneva shore path. And um, 
If you're into adventure, there's also the canopy tours there. The Lake Geneva zip line is right there, right right outside of town. So if you know you and your partner are like, eh, we could care less about this mushy stuff. We want to like, we're competitive. <laughs> this might be a really fun um, activity. We actually, our whole crew went and did that a couple years ago. And that was so, so fun. And then also, we almost brought this up last episode, but Yerky's Observatory, I think, would make oh, yeah. for a really cool stop on your itinerary with your significant other. There's something about astronomy that I think is just innately kind of romantic for a lot of people. So pick out a star, name it after your relationship, and there you go. Don't people do I'm that? I'm not sure that's open to the public right now, at least when I was Yerkes, looking at the website. But. Yeah, probably not. But keep an eye on it because yeah. it is um, – I know there's behind the scenes they've been working on like funding and, and they were gonna they had it for sale. And I think that someone bought it and I think it's going to reopen eventually, hopefully. So, yeah, definitely it's something to keep an eye on. And there are a couple of really nice resorts right around Lake Geneva too. You've got the Abbey, for example, on Fontana and the lake on the west edge. And just to the east, of course, is the Grand Geneva Resort, which since we're talking romance was once the Playboy Club. A lot of romance hmm. happened at that place. Long, illustrious imagine. history there with, yeah, all kinds of, and uh, you can really get lost with each other because that place sprawls out for about a half mile inside. It's and, so well, big. It's really yeah. like, yeah, it's quite the navigational feat. And they also have a ski hill and a bunch of events uh, really in the winter too. So I it's a good all season destination. Ski hill. <laughs> have you ever been to the Baker house? Yes. yes. Love it. Oh, you it went, is... Yeah. You did a thing there, right? For the show. Yes, I did a um you get to wear a hat when you go in there. They've got like all these really cool hats in this it's a you know 1880s, I think, hotel, bed and breakfast, and they've also got it's open to the public. You can go and dine there for brunch or dinner and definitely a really like the rooms there. I didn't get to stay there, but I'm I really wish I had because when we did an interview there in like at the rooms, I'm like, "Oh man, this would be You've got to get some cool accommodations if you're going to go on a little romantic getaway. That's obviously key. Mm-hmm. One of my roommates from college used to work there when she was in high school, and <gasps> she had to wear the full French yeah. maid, like you dress in <laughs> costume every day. And she thought it was like the most fun thing. Yeah, fun. that's yeah. their whole staff. Like they even have accents and everything. They have like a wow. little French butler or something. I don't know what he was, but he had like a fun little... The kind of accent you'd expect a fancy little butler to have. He was fun. <laughs> if you're going for a romantic getaway, somebody might want to borrow that French maid outfit, huh? Oh, boy, Eric. <laughs> Different oh, type yeah. of topic. <laughs> Keep it well, clean, I meant, people. I meant that in a classy, nice way. Oh, How do yes, you mean? of course. Okay, right. I won't ask much anything right. follow-ups. <laughs> All right, then let's head for the hills, shall we? Let's do it. Which hills? Well, I'm uh, and I'm I'm going to the Mississippi twice on this, but one of them, uh, really, Trempolo and the Great River Road in that area up towards Alma and Fountain City and everything. Mm-hmm. I have not stayed in the Trempolo Hotel, but I want to. That seems yes. like a great place for a nice romantic getaway because you're just you're out in this beautiful little small town. You've got Pearl State Park nearby to play in. You have the beautiful bluffs of the Mississippi. You have that charming 19th century hotel with a great little restaurant in it. I've had some amazing food there. And then just the drive up and down, you can check out the wineries and uh, the brewery, like in Fountain City, the brewery we've talked about before. Watch the trains go by up and down the Mississippi or just look at the majestic river. And it's quiet and beautiful and just a great place for a getaway. A little more slow moving. Mm -hmm. Sounds like my kind of pace. Mm Yes. Yeah, very... Not rural, but it quiet, very, very quiet. All those towns, you can't really go wrong in terms of, I think, booking a, a nice little romantic getaway. And I love that you brought the Trempola Hotel. They're, they are famous for their ghosts, though. 
So if you're a little freaked out hmm. by that, we actually I made it into the interview on Discover Wisconsin. The hotel owner talked about the ghost that they have upstairs. So, you know. Well, as a guy, you can be reassuring <laughs> and protect. Oh, people. yeah. Very oh, romantic. Go. See, good spin. Don't worry good, about a thing, baby. Good sp- I'll protect you from the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, voice. you should only say yeah. once she's aware there might be ghosts there. Don't bring it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can tell I'm a real Don Juan over here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How about we head north to Hudson, northwest-ish from Trempolo. I love Hudson, and this is obviously not going to be quite as quiet as your Trempolo suggestion, but I think it's just, you know, it's a gorgeous city. It's, you know, right on the the Hudson River. What river is? (laughs) Well, it's the St. Croix River. (laughs) St. Croix. I was like... Hudson, that's a different state. It looks like the Hudson River with the Palisades and the Bluffs in New York and New Jersey, and that's how Hudson got its name. Oh. Yeah. So you can take a little river cruise, which I think would be a really fun little date night idea or brunch idea. We actually filmed, I think we did a brunch river cruise on Discover Wisconsin a few years back on the river. And it was awesome. As you pointed out, they've got the bluffs on one side, the city on the other. And so it makes for just a really pretty backdrop. Um, There's the Octagon House in Hudson. Mm. You can't stay there, but you can take a fun little tour there with your significant other. There's some great bed and breakfast in town. And it's probably their downtown that I love the most. There's some phenomenal restaurants. Agave is one that's really, really popular. There's also an awesome theater. They have Actually, our co-host, Colin, that's his full-time job, is he works at the Phipps, the mm-hmm. Phipps Center Phipps for the Center Arts. Center for the Arts, yeah. And they have some great shows there. So that, you know, I think theater is always an awesome thing to incorporate into your romantic getaway. And I and just the boutiques, if you and the galleries, the art galleries along their their downtown district in Hudson are so impressive. It's one of my favorite downtowns in the state. It's a lot of fun to be had there. It's very nice. And and if you go into that Hudson Wiss little arch right there you're on an old walkway that was the old bridge across the st croix to minnesota that was part Mm. of the classic original yellowstone trail and when you walk on the bridge and it goes a good chunk of the way out into the river of course the rest of it's not there anymore but it's the old original stone and the old detailing on the uh on the bridge and that's a place where a lot of people like to get out and walk for a nice little stroll in town And then if you want a really nice romantic stroll in a state park, Willow River is right there. Cascading waterfalls in that park. It's beautiful. Totally. Hmm. Well, in that case, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Mississippi, and then we'll get away from the Mississippi. But I'm gonna go down to an even larger city and go with Lacrosse. And Ellen, I know you might want to chime in on this since this was your collegiate home. I mean, I would say it's my collegiate home, but uh, my romantic experiences there, you know. Don't. I don't have great advice. (laughs) Now, it's, I mean, lacrosse has been fun for things like Oktoberfest and all kinds of events, but there are a lot of great hotels now in lacrosse. There's a really great boutique one called the Charmant, which is right on the river in a former candy factory. And it's right downtown. Amazing, amazing rooftop bar. Actually, I will jump in. You're right. It is a beautiful uh, place, and we walked to uh, so many of the things downtown. There's a great confectionery and ice cream shop called The Pearl, which is on Pearl Street. I did film there one time just 
just a tasty, tasty, delicious place for a treat. There's a lot of great bars and restaurants up and down the streets there, up and down Pearl and up and down like US 53 where that comes through the Bodega Brew Pub. And there was a really great cocktail bar there where they refused to serve beer or wine. It's only cocktails and it was really good. Great <laughs> brunch it. places. The uh, Starlight Pearl Street Lounge. Brewery. The Starlight Lounge. That's, that's it. it. Yes. Uh-huh. Love that place. <laughs> And a great old record store that I found some super classics in. Cool. Uh, so just all in that little downtown area. And then nearby, you have wineries in the hills outside. You have Pearl Street Brewery on the northeast side of town, 608 Brewery just to the north. You have the uh, River Mississippi River Queen, the uh, paddle boat that will mm-hmm. uh, go up and down the river in season. Super walkable, all of the downtown area. And most of these places, unless you're driving out to a winery, super walkable. Yes, very much so. And uh, it's, the, you know, it's the largest city in Wisconsin on the Mississippi and definitely a place that you know, people sometimes forget about because you, you drive through it on your way to Minneapolis or Rochester or something. Uh, but when you get to La Crosse, it is definitely worth a nice stop down, especially for a romantic weekend. More than just a college town. Yes. And you, <laughs> can, you can gaze at each other by climbing Granddad's Bluff and having that beautiful view below you. Very nice. For sure. Okay, let's head to the top of the state, to Bayfield, Wisconsin. Big fan of this idea. I was going to say, I thought this might be a good one for you, Audio Dave, to chime in on because I'm pretty... Didn't you plan your honeymoon there? Yeah, we, after the wedding, we took a little mini moon. Our honeymoon kind of got canceled by this whole pandemic. But um, yeah, we, we went up to Ashland and stayed for a weekend, did some hiking, took my wife to Delta Diner for the first time because uh, <laughs> I had been raving about it for so long. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place up there. You guys had a super cool Airbnb too, didn't you? We did. Yeah, we found this Airbnb that used to be I think it was some yoga or Pilates studio that closed down and it is still just one giant room. I think it's like a thousand square feet of just one room. So very open concept. mats everywhere? Yeah, very open concept. Uh, It was mostly hardwood, but honestly, it is the perfect Airbnb for like kids because there's a bunch of toys (laughs) everywhere and like little scooters and hammocks. And uh, yeah, it was was just a really unique place. And we're like, okay, we have to stay there. Fun. And was that in Ashland or Bayfield? Ashland. Okay. Yeah, because in over in Bayfield, I was going to recommend the Rittenhouse Inn, Mm. which Probably a little bit opposite of the Airbnb you're talking about. And that the Airbnb sounds like it was a very modern, really yeah. fun kind of spot. This yep. is very classic, just gorgeous 1800s Victorian home. One of the prettiest Victorian homes, I think, in the entire state. And they've got a restaurant there that is to die for. The food there is so good. And the rooms are stunning. They've got, I think they've got jacuzzis in most of them. I know the one I stayed in had this really cool hot tub there. So um, just, and, and they've got some great views of Lake Superior. And that's a big reason why I wanted to include Bayfield. We've talked about it a little bit here on the podcast that it's got a very New England kind of feel to it with the harbor right there. The whole town of like maybe a couple hundred people, everyone is, all the homes kind of sit up on kind of a ridge hillside sort of city. So they all have this, they seem to all have this gorgeous view of Lake Superior. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can hop on the ferry and make your way over to the Apostle Islands, uh, specifically Madeline Island, and, you know, stroll hand in hand with your significant other on the beach. 
Yeah, Bayfield does kind of stair step up back from the waterfront. And so that you do have that gorgeous view. And the Shawamagan National Forest is right behind you in Bayfield. So there's a lot of beautiful remote woods areas to go through. I've been camping up there. Uh, but Bayfield really is that New England feel. It's probably the most New Englandy. People will say that about a couple of the Door County towns, but Bayfield really has the most New England feel, I think. In the I state. think so. Yeah, I did not feel like I was in Wisconsin when we first drove in there uh, when we were <laughs> on that shoot and I saw the harbor and I was just like, this is unlike anything I've seen before. This is amazing. Yeah, so cool. Very romantic town. Mm-hmm. Very much so. All right, Mariah, you want to, well, you've got a whole county you want to talk about. Yeah, I, so first of all, when we talk counties, I know Door County is the obvious choice that we should have on our list here and we haven't really brought it up. I kind of purposely kept it off my list only because I know, I think it's established already as an awesome romantic destination. A lot of honeymoons occur in in (laughs) Door County. So I decided to take us to a different county. Sheboygan County. And I Sheboygan County does not I mean, I, I I think it's recognized as a really cool spot to visit, but I just I don't personally think it gets as much love as it deserves, especially in regard to it being like a really great romantic destination. So specifically I wanted to talk about Kohler, Plymouth, Elkhart Lake, that area. You know, Kohler staying at the resort there is like one of the most classic kind of honeymoon and wedding destinations in the entire state. It is so beautiful. I have not actually got to stay there yet, but I did get to go and film at their, it was a bar slash winery and it felt like it was basically underground from what I remember. Yeah, it was called, see if I did more show prep, I'd remember this. It was like (laughs) the cork and wine or the horse and carriage or the horse and plow. Horse and plow. Something and something. Is that what it is? The horse and plow. That's what it is. Okay. The horse and plow. Um, But (laughs) At the American club. Yeah. Yes, it's it's really really beautiful. It's it's definitely I would say this. I wanted to include the Elkhart Lake Kohler area on our list because for those of you who want something a little more upscale, a little more luxurious, I think these towns are going to really speak to those of you who appreciate maybe the finer things in life. And then Plymouth, you know, I want Plymouth is I mean a different destination from Elkhart and Kohler in that I, I don't think it screams luxury, but what I love about it is it does scream Wisconsin. You can go on some like cheese tours there, do a little stroll, actually do some really fun wine walks. We've featured them on the show. So if you want to kind of break away from the luxury side of your little honeymoon or your romantic getaway, I think Plymouth has got a surprising amount of history for those of you who want to do a little bit more like less relaxing, a little more learning or kind of feel like more like a local in a very Wisconsin small town. Yeah. The murals there are really nice along the mill. And everything so cool. it's very pretty. And actually, as we talk, they actually have the Cheese Capital Wine Walk coming up uh, this Friday, Ooh. the 21st. Ooh. So that's a nice that's little... That's the one I did last year. It's they've very been fun. Very, yeah, and this year, everybody's going to be further apart. They're, they're doing the social distancing and the careful, you know, safety first thing. But you're still drinking wine and enjoying touring all these places in downtown Plymouth. Because really, <laughs> on a wine walk, you can still enjoy the event safely. And yeah. go from place to place. And they have a you know newer distillery there. Plymouth Brewing Company is there, and it's really nice. So it is kind of, it's like an L-shaped area. Elkhart Lake to the north, Plymouth just south of that, and then just over east to Kohler. And really, a shout-out to Sheboygan Falls right nearby, too, because they also have a very beautiful downtown, an old mill, and some really great shopping. So it's... 
It's a great combo destination for a getaway. Yeah, a good little romantic road trip. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, like I said, that that's why I wanted at first I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about Kohler. And like, no, I want to zoom out and do kind of the whole county because even Sheboygan, I mean, the, we've talked about this, but the beaches in Sheboygan County are awesome. Uh, the sunsets are sunrises and sunsets, really, if you're on Elkhart Lake, are gorgeous. And this might not seem like an obvious thing to do on a romantic getaway. But again, if you're looking for like a really cool tour, the Kohler Design Center is one of the most talked about kind of company tours in the state of Wisconsin. I've heard nothing but amazing. I haven't got to do it yet, but I've heard nothing wow. but amazing things. And I, it's on my bucket list. I checked it out uh, about two years ago this time, and it is a really fantastic collection of designs for your home. Toilets. It will. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. A, I know it's way more than that. There's an entire wall of toilets and toilet lids. Mm-hmm. Wow. So take your selfie <laughs> with your honey in front of the toilet wall. There you go. But there's shower designs, advanced toilet designs that, you know, I mean, there's like $6,000 toilets there, but you're like, wow, it does wow. a lot of interesting things. And uh, you know, just sinks so and so much decor for your home. And People are going to start questioning our, our uh, expertise here. They recommended a toilet tour? Well, I'm not going to say the Kohler Design Center is a romantic destination per se, but for a couple, especially if you're looking to make your house that much fancier and cooler, it's a great place for two people to go and enjoy and appreciate good design. Yeah, and if you're just you're looking for something intriguing and interesting, I know, and you know, Jackson and I plan any of our trips. Like we, it's not all. It's not like we're not going to sit on a beach for eight hours. We want to go do stuff and learn stuff, and you know, sometimes you just gotta say yes to something that doesn't uh, on the surface sounds kind of weird and quirky and it probably is quirky but i like i said like they've got amazing reviews and i've never met anyone who hasn't loved the color tour hmm. i'm one of those people who love it all right are we next doing suggest- one more let's yeah i think we've got time right i'm gonna go ahead and in this uh, in the strange season for packers football i'm gonna say green bay can be a romantic getaway destination too mm-hmm. not only can you tour lambo as a couple and look at all the cool packer stuff unless you're dating a vikings fan unless you're dating a vikings <laughs> fan in which case don't yeah we would in break case, up why <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place for a nice couple's fight no yeah um, therapy session but they do have they do have a lot of other cool things they have a, a beautiful uh areas to tour like heritage hill state park which is a beautiful 19th century-esque village area on hills above the fox river uh, you have the hazelton house which is a historic mansion you can tour you have a bunch of wineries including captain's walk which is right near downtown and if both of you, or if maybe just the guy really loves classic cars, the automotive galleries, Kitty Corner from Captain's Walk Winery. And so in this area, a very tight-knit area of this large community, there are a lot of things of non-packer things to see and do too. And this might be a really good fall to do it because if there aren't th- tens of thousands of people going to Packer games, there's going to be a lot of nice room to enjoy and appreciate all these things. Um, a nice stroll through the Green Bay Botanical Garden. Oh, Yes. Really cool, especially gardens. in the winter. Yes, during oh. their Garden of Lights, which is when we got engaged. Oh, oh, that, oh is it nice? Yep. Yeah, Dave. You know, Dave, feel free to chime in on some of these things because I was going to mention Bay Beach, both the amusement park and the wildlife sanctuary, which are right next to each other. Yep. So you can you can ride roller coasters for fun, or you can appreciate nature on beautiful trails. And want a restaurant recommendation? Absolutely. One of no, the best meal I've ever had in Wisconsin was at Chef Fusion in really? downtown Green Bay. Yeah, it was... I don't know that I've heard of that. Oh, it's really? It's new. 
Okay. Right? It's pretty new, isn't um, it, Maria? I mean, I was there at least a couple years ago. So oh, were you? Yeah. I was for just sure. there for the first time maybe two months ago. Um and it was really, really phenomenal. And I'm trying to look at their backstory. I what did I have there? I started I I, out at Titletown and Copper State Brewing and it, and it's right mm. over on the next block. So yeah, it's uh, they consider themselves American, New American, and kind of like a more French restaurant, actually. And it's a cool vibe there, right in their downtown mm-hmm. district. And uh, I just, yeah, they're, the wine, the steak, everything, it was just so good. Really, really good spot for like a nice Saturday night meal. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I would totally agree. That is a wonderful place to go and enjoy. And if you want to stay in a Kohler place, by the way, Kohler does have uh, their their Tender Lodge there. And then they have a big uh, the big place right across from Lambeau Field, right next to Arians Hill. Mm. that you can get away to. And that's kind of a resort and spa, which is great for a couple's getaway. And that's all within, you know, Green Bay's not that big geography-wise. It's all within five, six miles of each other, everything I just mentioned. Yeah. So, And Dave, any other romantic spots other than the botanical gardens? Um, That's just the one that comes to mind most. I mean, that same night we had checked out the new I don't, i'm blanking on what it's called the the new packers experience area that they have uh right the outside title of lambo now title town you mean the walk yeah there's like a big park area with a oh, like arians hill yeah is that what that is mm-hmm. yeah um with a big ice rink and everything yeah we were walking around I there that's title and, town. Then, and then stopped well, by some people tailgating and uh then made our way to garden of lights and the the whole night was like in the negative degrees and i have this ring box in my coat pocket trying to keep her from cozying up on that side of me (laughs) and figuring it out it was there it was uh quite the experience were you super nervous oh yeah (laughs) of course i'm so glad i'll never have to i don't think i'll ever have to propose to anyone but that would just be really (laughs) nerve-wracking that's also why you don't propose in a hot air balloon yeah Yeah. (laughs) if you drop the ring that would be real bad Uh (laughs) oof it's hard to get on one knee, too, in a hot air balloon, now that we're back to the balloon thing. True. Yeah. But yeah, in, in Green Bay, right there in the, as part of the Titletown District, uh, just north of Lambeau, Arians Hill, which is a 46-foot kind of a ski tubing hill. You can run oh, tubes yeah. and slide down them in the, in when, yep. when there's snow on the ground. And that skating rink actually is really cool. That feel It feels like you're in a big city square mm-hmm. on a rink, because last time I was there, when it was January, there were felt like thousands but there were probably hundreds of people just skating around in loops to great music yeah. a lot of Tons people of ice sculptures. just having a great time ice sculptures and more and you can go inside where arians hill is there's also indoor areas where you can warm up and buy hot chocolate and all that and then hinterland brewings right there and a lot okay, of other so I, cool amenities i need clarification is arians hill a part of the title town district or yeah, is it's okay. part of that development Okay, so Titletown is the full sort of park area just outside of Lambeau, and Arians Hill is like the sledding hill and the ice rink? Yes. Okay, got it. And then the district itself extends all the way down, pretty much all the way over to Ashland Avenue, and that includes mm. where, uh, you know, Kohler has a one or two places and Green Bay Distillery and Badger State Brewing and all those sports bars that people go to before Packer games and after Packer games. That whole area is called the Titletown District. And there's a another, there's a Packers walk, a Hall of Fame walk you can do where there's different statues and different descriptions. Or a segue tour, super so. romantic. Or a segue tour. Unless you tour, yes. fall on your segue, which would not be romantic. <laughs> You could race each other. I got in trouble. I was I filmed um <laughs> I filmed on the Segway tour for our, our Lambo show and the owner kept yelling at me for speeding the Segway. So that's yeah, that. What are you gonna do? 
Yeah, exactly. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? Find me? So some places that, you know, you don't strike you as maybe romantic destinations first off do have some amenities that would allow for a nice little getaway. Yeah. And sometimes the more unexpected places to take a getaway is where you have the best time and make the best memories. And the journey, Absolutely. I almost included this because I, I almost thought about doing like a road trip style of a suggestion because, I mean, if you're most, depending on where you, y'all live, you know, driving a couple hours, that's a big, that can be a big part of your little mini moon or your little couple's getaway. So maybe making it fun and doing some pit stops along the way. Um, Some pictures at historical markers or maybe some overlooks on the Mississippi River. Like don't underthink that part of it too. Have some fun with the journey as well as the actual trip once you're there. And have fun with both sides of the journey. They always say getting there is half the fun, but if you plan more of a roundabout way back with some new things to look at on the way back, Mm -hmm. then you know, you don't, you don't leave the destination going, well, now let's race back home and it's back to real life, you know. Unless you're yeah. on your fourth day anyway. with your significant other and you're like, oh my God, I just like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm speaking just for myself. I'm the only one who's been on the fourth day of a trip with my significant other and been ready to be done. Nah, Fine. Nah, I, 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 last two, I last two days with mine and then we... <laughs> and we break up. Next. Thank you, next. Well, mine is never awake on the drive home. I'm always just driving and she's sleeping in the passenger oh, seat. Oh, I'm opposite. I'm just like, da, 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 like I talk too much probably. No, you're Instagramming all the places you visited and took pictures at. I try to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm do- it's work. It's what I do. I got to document. All right. Maybe you should just head straight home then from your romantic destination. I guess <laughs> if I you want to corrected. save your relationship, get home. <laughs> Take a nap and then do a little break once you're there. Tips from the crew here. <laughs> okay, let's talk about my favorite healthcare organization. Uh, Any guesses? That's a that's a good segue from romance. <laughs> <laughs> does it rhyme with Varshfield? It does. Andy's so smart. <laughs> this episode of the cabin is sponsored in part by Marshfield Clinic. Marshfield Clinic is a healthcare system with over fifty locations in northern, central, and western Wisconsin. Why are they ignoring us down here in southern Wisconsin? Is what I'd like to know. They have mm. a wide range of career opportunities and are home to more than eleven thousand current employees. Positions with Marshfield Clinic are not only for physicians, though. There's also some non-physician providers and non-medical professionals in fields like HR, marketing, and IT. What a time to work in healthcare in general. I think it would be really fascinating. Yeah. And if something goes wrong on your romantic getaway, you know, there's probably a Marshfield Clinic near you. Yeah, (laughs) that's very true. (laughs) That's our connection. (laughs) Absolutely. So if you are in the market for a new gig, consider marshfieldclinic.com slash careers to learn more. Should I finish my head, Bob? Okay, there we go. (laughs) We don't have any hidden gems for you guys today. We've decided to just chill on that for now. Next week, we're going to be all about some really cool stuff, though. Wisconsin drive-in movies. Mariah, when's the last time you were at a (gasps) drive-in? Probably like a shoot in 2016. Well, it's time to go back. I know. Been a major resurgence during these times of COVID. So if you're looking for a good way to catch the latest flicks, safely socially distancing, enjoying your own cars, 
Whether you want to see the new films or even the classics, make sure you join us next week. We'll have a lot of great suggestions and even some full lineups of movies. I, I was even checking on that this weekend. There's a lot of drive-ins around the state showing horror flicks like Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of showings of Caddyshack, which came out 40 Ooh. years ago this summer. Wow. One of my all-time favorite movies. I interviewed <laughs> Chevy Chase on one of my on my Ericast podcast. We had a good time talking about that. Uh, so drive-ins really uh, are undergoing a nice resurgence this year. So Make sure you join us next week for a discussion on that. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, it's that time of the show where typically I share a review, and I do not have one to share today. Oh, no. I'm very upset about it. So <laughs> it wasn't I'd like five to stars. casually threaten all of our listeners. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's how you get good reviews, strategy. right? You just threaten. You will, or else I'll find we you. We will come through these speakers. I'll find you. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? I want to talk to you a little bit about this uh, four-star review you gave us. (laughs) No, I think you're giving us quite enough credit here. (laughs) Okay, so, but for real, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate us five stars and drop a review. If you guys go on any of these little romantic getaways, please let us know. That's one of my favorite things about both filming the show and recording this podcast is when people actually take our advice and go book these trips and then they follow up and tell us about them. I've seen several of that on Instagram, like where they're tagging us. Instagram yeah. and around the campfire, our Facebook group. I've page, seen a yes. lot of people put their trip photos up there and tag us saying, I learned about this on the cabin, which is so awesome. We love seeing that. And we try to share those moments here on the cabin. So if you want to get your review read, get creative and leave it on Apple Podcasts. Or you can leave us a review if you want, I guess, on and you're on the campfire Facebook group as well. If you do not have Apple Podcasts. My favorite moment from that group recently was the picture of the dragon. And someone had commented that, I imagine this is the face Ellen gives Eric and Mariah when they won't be quiet in time. Yep, That was so funny. My mom screenshotted that and sent it to me because she's in around the campfire. And she was like, what does this mean? And I'm like, do you not listen to the podcast? (laughs) Oh, Have you been lying to me? I love, I, yes, I, I laughed very hard when I saw that. I was like, well, I mean, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah it's about right. <laughs> and we had a, like an Instagram commenter, uh, a Perba Banerjee. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, that's her Instagram name. She tagged us on Instagram oh. and went to Door County and had these adventures. And she went to, I mentioned Bjork London, that Norwegian church. Oh, and yeah. a couple of other places, and she went right to those places and tagged us and did Lavender Isle and all that. So and, cool. Gave us the shout out, and I, I really do appreciate that. And I'm glad we were able to give you some good suggestions for your trip. So I'm pretty awesome. sure she's the one that used the hashtag give Dave the keys to Blanchardville. Mm. I could be wrong. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I appreciate whoever that was. We haven't was. had a Blanchardville reference yet. <laughs> I know. Did we go almost two episodes without a Blanchardville reference? I know. I felt a void. Well, that was a good save then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by me, Mariah Haberman, Eric Paulson, and Dave Janis. Produced by me, Alan Fallon, and Audio Dave. Tune in next week for more campfire conversations and insight into the world of Discover Wisconsin. The Cabin is a production brought to you by by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave us a review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. Land trusts are scattered all throughout Wisconsin, but have you ever stopped to think about what a land trust does and what it protects? Gathering Waters is Wisconsin's alliance for land trusts and exists to strengthen Wisconsin's land trust organizations. A land trust is a nonprofit organization 
with the primary mission of protecting land. In pretty much every corner of the state, we've got a nonprofit that's out there trying to protect these really special, special places. The work behind our organization is what I like to call it the three W's. So water, wildlife, and Wisconsin's way of life. That's really what drives us. Land trusts are essential for supporting healthy, vibrant communities. Protecting the land in your community creates more opportunity for outdoor adventure close to home. Residents and wildlife have cleaner air and water because of these protected spaces. It's not just any piece of land that a land trust will uh, work to have protected. And these are strategic pieces of land, lands that are very important for water quality or for key habitat for animals and plants that are really important to the bigger, broader web of life on Earth. The culture here, people love to go hunting, they love to fish, they love to take a walk through the woods. This is the legacy of Wisconsin and we want to help protect that and by supporting our land trust, that's how we do it. Whether it's protecting areas of the Northwood shoreline or a driftless region bluff, land trusts all over work tirelessly to protect Wisconsin's special places. And now you know your Wisconsin.